Thank you for listening to today's Daily Insight. Men are Forge, we're about bridging the confidence gap in emerging leaders in business, relationships, and life. If that resonates with you, then go to mentorforge.com to check out more. So if you're a rising manager or an emerging leader and executive in your organization, go check out mentorforge.com because we are making leaders less transactional and more transformational in their leadership abilities by building soft skills like problem solving and decision making. So and hope you enjoyed the episode today, but go to mentorforge.com for more. The cognitive strain of thinking and nuance. However, it's like obviously black and white thinking is what we call in psychology a thought distortion. Like cognitive behavioral therapy will talk about that being one of the ways that it's basically like you discount the good, you say, like, well, because of this event, now this is my destiny the rest of my life. Like I mean, it's a data point, but it's not the whole truth. And that's why stories are so important because you start to realize that, look, if you're betrayed, if you're, if you've experienced a moral injury where you witnessed something that you never had a context for, hey, congratulations, you're now on the hero's journey that Christ went down and you have an opportunity to understand the nature of sin, the nature that love allows other people to choose and why that is so painful because that allows them to choose good or ill and Ultimately, it allows you to nest your story within Christ's story in a much more profound, close way. Man, that's good. Man, that's something I I talk about, and I think it's hard to relay. It's important sometimes, but just the power of your story and realize, yeah, that I'm not defined by one event, by one feeling, one, one emotion. Man, that's really good, Marcus. Man, I appreciate you sharing that. What was some of the the self-talk? What was some of your conversation with God and really your reflection of like, okay, she's really hurt me. She's the one really destroying this and pulling away. But what do I need to learn or what do I need to own in this process? Yeah, I think one of the, if anyone's ever read the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, there's a, one of the four agreements is don't take anything personally. Hmm. And that's, you might think like, well, in a case of an adulterous situation, how on earth do you not take that personally? Doesn't that other person, aren't they like intimate with you? Don't they know you? Like nobody else knows you. And it's like, well, hang on. No, that can't be right. Because to take someone personally, something personally is to take what the other person said to you or did to you and appraise it as, okay, that's an accurate reflection of who I am in my totality. Like, no, yeah. unless, unless the thing that created you is saying it, it doesn't reflect all of who you are. Hmm. Right. And so, yeah. so no, it wasn't, it wasn't me. She betrayed it was herself. And mm-hmm. in the early days of my, of that relationship, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, what there is a sense in which I betrayed my own values early on. Um, you know, maybe not to such a salient degree, but still it was like, listen, people do things out of the depths of their own heart always a hundred percent of the time and it's only god who has the right to tell you something personal other people cannot even with compliments or insults none of those things are ever a hundred percent accurate of who it is you are in your entirety Mm. man that's good man let me sit on that for a second that's really good so one of the things you also talk about with the book is the you know, the marriage ended, but his purpose did not. So what what do you feel like God is through the struggle, through the hardship that he's really um, redeeming, renewing, and pulling, and, and really giving you purpose 
in from from this horrible thing that really happened to you? Well, I alluded earlier to this idea of the hero's journey. If anyone's done any reading or watching of Joseph Campbell, he does a pretty good job of kind of articulating what that is. And you can start to see it in all of the most popular movies that have ever come out. And there are a couple of different story arcs um, that are kind of embedded in there, but it's a, it's a pattern that has been there since the beginning of human existence. And we can see it in so many different religious stories and mythologies and all of that. And I started to see my own story within that particular journey. So in other words, um, the, the proverbial descent into the underworld and, a, and an encounter with a monster at the depths of the sea started to make more sense. And it was like, oh, okay, that's all right. That's the moment of crucifixion. Christ went down to hell to redeem sinners. Um, okay, that's seen in the Pinocchio story where he goes down to the belly of the whale. That's the scene in Dagobah on Star Wars where he goes and sees himself in Darth Vader, right? It's confronting. That's the, the mm. union idea of confronting the shadow and integrating the shadow. Um, what else? That's the Chamber of Secrets where Harry Potter goes into the depths of Hogwarts and confronts the Basilisk. Uh, let's see, that's... That's Weathertop in Lord of the Rings where Frodo first gets stabbed. That's moral injury. And so I was like, oh, that's, I'm not alone in this. This yeah. is a, a thing. This is like a feature of our story. It's not like something went irre- irrevocably wrong. And then, yeah, it's, there's that quote by, I think it's Thoreau who says, all of us are broken, but some of us are stronger in the broken places. Mm-hmm. And I, it was that whole process of working through that that made me understand, like, oh, there's a pattern to this. And then I saw that in the, in the story of of uh, especially Vietnam veterans, but also in our, our current um, cohort of, of service members, where it's like, oh, how, how could I teach that same story to them? And my approach, I guess in therapy, I'm not quite a therapist yet, but um, well, let's say my approach in, in counseling and doing coaching for veterans, when it comes to dealing with things like moral injury, how do I, how do I teach the Christian story to them, but meet them wherever they are, whatever the relationship is with, with yeah. Christianity. And you have to really, you got to go to the depths of understanding what they've gone through. I mean, not fully, you weren't there, but like I've talked to veterans who you wouldn't believe, like, you know, you've, you've got some guys out on patrol and then like, you know, 10 meters away, somebody steps on a mine and you didn't, and you just saw them vanish. It's yeah. like, okay. Uh, what sermon in my Southern Baptist church taught me how to deal with that? <laughs> right? It's like, oh. None. <laughs> okay. So then, well, how do you meet someone who maybe um, had a split with God after an experience as, as just profane as that? And my answer so far, and I'm still, you know, I think I could work on this for a lifetime and not fully come to, you know, i I'd be learning new things about how to approach this best, but has been to point to those types of stories and like, Hey man, like, yes, you're, you're right. Like you did experience the depths of profanity and I can understand your reason to default into nihilism where nothing matters and your world's blown apart and all my friends, you know, died downrange and my life is worthless. And that, that whole spiral, like I can understand that man. Like the, when we look at the shadow and we look at the abyss, like it is a deep dark place, but check it out the remedy to that is experiencing something sacred and set apart and holy that can't be touched by profanity of the world. So how do you do that? You have to make sacrifices in the way that you live now. So, so like that's the, that's sort of a excerpt, I guess, of the type of language that I try to use to explain this process of like, okay, what are your choices now that you've experienced something that shattered your understanding of how humans operate? 
are we going to go down the path of everything's meaningless and who cares anyway? Or are we going to try to tease out like, what is the purpose behind this? What is the meaning here? Um, how can I take the raw material of things that have been broken down and turn it into like use that to turn it into growth? This daily insight was taken from the podcast. So if you want more of this episode, please go to the description and click on the full episode. If this resonated with you, please feel free to share with anyone you know, as well as go into Apple Podcasts and leaving a review or subscribing on Spotify. For video content, go to YouTube and check out the Mentor Forge YouTube page. Appreciate you listening, and I will see you on the next Daily Insight.